0: Hey friends, Mike Myers here with the Song Rang for Guitar Podcast, episode number fifty-four, Tamara Bubble. Now, before we get into this week's episode, something really cool is happening next week. I'm hosting a free series called The Road to Becoming a Songwriting Guitarist starting next Monday, February 28th. And I'm gonna be going live Thursday, March 3rd with a live session where I'll be answering your questions. So if you've been stuck in a creative rut with your songwriting, you're stuck with a whole bunch of unfinished songs, you're frustrated with your music, wishing you could move further. If you wanna finish those unfinished songs and write the ones that you know that you're capable of, if you want to develop new skills so you can become the most in-demand co-writer, if you're ready for new opportunities to open up for you, then this free training is for you. So all you got to do is just go to songwritingforguitar.com and sign up because everything starts next week. And remember, I'm doing a live session. I'm going to be answering your questions. So don't wait any longer. Put pause on this podcast right now. Go over, sign up, and I'll see you next week. Now, I'm so excited for this episode because I've known Tamara for years. She's an incredible artist, but my freaking lord she is a hustler when it comes to getting her music in front of supervisors progressing her career to heights that it's so exciting to see so if you are an artist who is frustrated especially when it comes to uh, we talk about it a lot here licensing and you're like ah oh, you talk about supervisors producers but what about the artist perspective this is an episode you don't want to miss because we're gonna hear about Tamara's story and how she has made it to where she she is and how she keeps going. So if you're ready for a swift kick in the ass, so you can get out there and start pitching your music, you want to listen to this episode. So let's dive into it. Episode number 54, Tamara Bubble. Tamara, hi. <laughs> hey, hey, Bubble on deck. How are you? I am so happy that you're here because like you know, you and I have taken class together. That's how I knew about you because it was just like, we would be at the same events and it's been so cool to see you just like catapult into like badassness, just like in quantum (laughs) leaps. Thank you, Uh, I love that. You were just like, yeah, it's just like, you just keep on going. Like, I feel like there's another one, there's another placement, another placement, another thing, but now you're helping others. And it's like, I want to get into everything, but I'd love to know, like, what's your backstory in music? What was like early Tamara? Like,
1: um, and it's so funny you say this, cause I, I cover this in uh, the book that I just released, but, um, I definitely want to get into it here. I, um, I never ever in a million billion gazillion years <laughs> thought that I would ever do anything related to entertainment as far as a profession, as a career so i grew up singing in church i have a gospel background and even just like around the house i was very annoying i want to say as far as entertaining goes like literally annoying everybody and just um filming myself and performing live and annoying people and (laughs) i don't think that that's why i didn't want to do entertainment i i honestly felt like it wasn't a real career like yeah i i thought it was like something that your parents Needed to have a, a ton of money in order for you to pursue like without fear of going hungry. I just never thought I would do it. And then even in high school, I um I took a class, uh, an accounting class, and um I knew from the day one, the first day in the class, oh this is what I'm gonna do when I grow up. That it was just it. I can do numbers. I can make money like this. Everybody will be able to hire me because everybody has to get their taxes done and all the public companies have to get an audit. So it was like I'll always be employable, and I was going headfirst first in accounting, had the CPA license. Um, I was making good money entry level. Like, I like, so even graduating from college and all that, I graduated semester early and I already had my job set. Like I was so set on nothing to do with music. So I'm working. We'll, we'll fast forward. I'm working and they offer a sabbatical and, um, I get, uh, two months off yeah. and I still to this day have no idea on God's green earth, why I just said, I'm going to act and model. And I like looked up, I was on Craigslist, like different open casting calls, just like all the acting and modeling, like open casting calls, whether it was like runway stuff, just any and everything. I did it all for those, um, two months. And within that time frame, I uh, I met a producer cause I was getting a bunch of photo shoots done, the headshots and all that. I met a producer at one of the photo shoots and he asked me if I sing. And I said, I do now. <laughs> and <laughs> I went home and I wrote like 10 songs in two hours after that photo shoot. Okay, and so I'm curious,
0: when was that, any up to that point, did you ever write a
1: song? No, never wrote a song, never. <laughs> no, just none of it like literally none of it. Um, just never did anything with music creatively
0: Did that feel more empowering because I feel like some people that think too hard about it Spend like oh, I need to write the ba-. but you were like I just cranked out ten songs Did it just like you were like cool. I'm just gonna do this thing and here we go. Let's do it
1: Well, so I had a bit of motivation. So the the deal was oh you can sing and if you say you song right, I'll let you demo the, the songs that you write so we can pitch them to Jasmine Sullivan. And I absolutely love her. So that was the motivation. Like, oh, OK, I'm going to write these songs. I'm going to write for Jasmine Sullivan. She's going to sing my stuff. And then uh, when I started writing, the stuff, the songs were so personal. They were like about relationships and just stuff that I just went through. And I was like, sure, she can't sing my stuff. This is my story. So I'm going to tell it. So now I'm a singer. And I completely forgot about the acting. I completely forgot about the modeling. Like, I didn't book any more like open casting call. I I just dropped it. Like I'd never even heard of it. And also at that time, I like started to hate accounting equally, like because I had to do that for a living, (laughs) but it was like, no, I I found my passion. This is what I'm doing. Music is it. And music is life and this is what I'm pursuing. And so everything else felt like it was draining me. Like it was stopping me from pursuing music wholeheartedly. Um, But uh, yeah, that's how I got in by accident.
0: (laughs) That is so interesting that it was like accounting. You touched on something I think is like, we all have this, especially creatives. And when you think music, people are given like this false narrative of what music is. Oh, I can't make a living in music. This is like, if my name's not in lights, if it's not this, uh, it's, you know, my parents, I can't do this. So I guess I can do this thing. I mean, mm. it'll get me money and then maybe I can retire early and do some things that I want. You know, what do you think separates people that just continue, even when they know the narrative may not be true, they just stay with what's safe and those that think the narrative's not true and they try to shatter it? What's the thing that makes people do that?
1: I don't know. I think um, people are afraid to fail and i think that's why most people fail because they're afraid to let it happen Um, i think when you go into music when you go into a career so for me personally i just never even considered it it just wasn't on the cards for me until i bumped into it but if i considered from the beginning i would i would go in and it's, it's what i do now anyway but it's just kind of how i approach everything even even when I I guess I lied and said I was a songwriter, it was just like, <laughs> i want to see what songs come out of this so Jasmine can sing them. <laughs> it, there was no like, oh my gosh, Jasmine might hear it and not like the lyrics. Oh my gosh. Like I never even thought that. And I had never written a song before. I was like, oh, Jasmine getting ready to sing my songs. I'm getting ready for Jazzy. Like that's where I went into it. And I think When people go into music, they go in with the doubt. They bring all the negativity with them. They don't go in thinking, oh, I am going to be Beyonce, even though that's not something you have to strive for. Like So when people go in and shoot for Beyonce and they don't get it in six months, they go and get a day job or they go back to their day job or they just figure out something else that's low key so that it doesn't look like they failed. When really, you need to fail to know that that doesn't work. And then you'll pivot you'll readjust like i failed all the way to success completely (laughs) utterly wholeheartedly freely i lost so much money like i talk about this in the book and and just (laughs) i got scammed so many times and i the the scary thing about it was that Mm -hmm. i wasn't willing to stop there was no stopping point like i literally could have continued to get scammed it was either i'm gonna win or i'm gonna die trying (laughs) Those were the options. And so when you go in with the notion that I'm going to succeed because I don't know how to give up, you're going to win because you have to like, there's no other, you don't have the option to lose you. And also it's so, it's so crazy on one side, you don't have the option to lose, but on the other side, you're willing to lose it all. Like that's, that's how deep in I'm in it. Well, that was,
0: that went from zero to a million in intensity, but it's true. I think it's, nobody talks about like the mindset stuff when it comes to music because so many people think they're giving it their all but they have like one foot in the door and then their other half doing things because just in case i got my plan b in case this fails like i remember doing i did graphic design i went to like a school for that for a quick hot minute because they were just like first they were like what do you want to do and i was like music why are you here? This is my plan B, which I'm sure made the teacher feel great. <laughs> like, But everybody else was like, oh, this is my plan B too. This is my plan. Mm-hmm. and It was just like, we have to kind of go all in because that's only, only when you go all in, are you actually willing to be like, yes, this can happen. When we do the safe kind of like, well, you know what? I'm just going to If it doesn't happen in the next year, in this false timeline that I've created for myself, it just wasn't meant to be. It's like, why?
1: I I personally think that people should choose jobs. Now, having lived as much of my life as I have, I feel like you should choose jobs that will propel your plan A. Um, So you don't have a plan B, you have a plan A. But the thing that you're working now is going to fund your plan A. Um, And and that's kind of the angle that I took with it. Um, before I did that, before I had that mindset, I quit because I wasn't willing to allow plan B to make me miss out on plan A. Like I wanted to fail so hard. I needed to be out there. I didn't need the safety net of the plan B. Um, and so I dropped it and then it got bad. (laughs) (laughs) It got real scary out there. It got real unsafe.
0: But I live to tell about it and uh, (laughs) then you eventually like as you said like I'd be interested so once you realize it got bad but you're not giving up on what you want to do you you kind of like can't yeah
1: I can't give up I don't know how to I I say that now because it's so scary now that I'm seeing success I'm afraid of how much success I'm going to receive because I don't know how to stop and it's like I don't want to be famous this is honestly this is why i made the book too because i figure i will help someone else be famous i'd rather not be Beyonce. i'd rather be able to go in the store and get groceries and not get clamored by people i'd rather not be able to not walk down the street that is scary to me because i'm a very private person i'd like to go on a date and people not be like taking photos and saying oh who's she sleeping with now now? (laughs) like the salacious (laughs) title like i don't like that so I'd like to teach someone else to be a superstar because I think I'm pretty sure I know how to do it now. Now
0: let's get into that. Like, cause I'm curious now, cause it's like, okay. And if people are listening, they're like, all right, they lean in <laughs> to talk more about this now. You made this pivot where you eventually was like, okay, so what? Jo- whatever job I'm having, this needs to work to help my plan A. Not, to, you know, that it funds it. And I think that's super smart because, you know, when we met, we were in a class, and I feel like that was my position that I was leaning into with what I was doing. This is helping me fund and help me go on trips, and so I can go here, I can go to conferences, I can do this. Well, yep. what made the transformation of? You know, at first you're given this opportunity, you write 10 songs for you think someone else, but you you know what? These are my songs. How'd you make that switch and find in that world of like licensing? Because that's a different animal and beast in itself.
1: As far as licensing, I took the class on it mm-hmm. to just understand what it took what it took. Basically, it's I was more so concerned about the networking. I wasn't concerned about licensing in terms of the creative aspect. And I know they give like, you know, these lyric things, what works and what, and I find that when you follow those things, the music sounds like you follow those things. And so I tend to break any and every rule that I possibly can creatively. Um, My goal is for you to know that I am not a sync artist. And I want to stress this actually to the, any musicians, producers, whoever is making music for sync, who are not sync artists, stop saying that who are creatives that get placements. Because when you put yourself in the box and say that you're a sync artist, I think people say it because they think that that will make music supervisors trust them and license the music. They'll no, hate them. <laughs> It really just makes, right. It makes them run away because they wanna license music from artists that they're fans of or just authentic artists. When you say that you're a sync artist, you're not really saying, oh, I know the business and I'll make it easier to clear. Cause you could just say that I have one stop music but I'm a real artist. So yeah. people say sync artists, because they think that makes the music supervisors comfortable. It makes the supervisors feel that you're formulaic, that you possibly are like biting off of other people's music, that you don't have your authentic sound. Like, and so even with sync too, I, I like don't make all these different band names. And this band has these two songs and this. you know how hard it is to manage social media as one artist. Like, you don't have time to manage five profiles. You just don't have it. And um, you should be spending that time making music. And all of what you create, like you're a freaking creative. It is all you like pick a name, stick with it <laughs> Like for me. Like with my music, I make so many different genres. I think the only thing I haven't dabbled in is metal and country. And that's not to say that I won't because I love to explore music. And it's all me like it came from me. So it's me like. It may not all be on the same album. I might put out the rock single here. I might put out the rap single here. I might put out the jazz single here, but it's all bubble. So I think i I want to say this too, like, as a creative, we're so used to being told to change this and do this and switch this and do this when really we should be the creatives like like painters. We should be those type of artists. like when Vincent van Gogh finishes his painting, it's done. There's no. Oh, can you swipe a little blue over here in the corner? No, it's buy my painting or get lost. (laughs) And that is how I operate with the music that I make for sync. I'm not a sync artist. I'm an artist. And when the song is done, the song is done. And I'm not changing it. Unless there's like a, oh, this mix won't work for TV. If it's a technical advice, okay, cool. If it's creative, kick rocks. I'm not changing it. Someone will license it the way that it is. And I'm leaving it. And it's been working for me so far
0: i was gonna say it's okay it's not like if they were like can you add ukulele yeah no that's nice but i think
1: those those creativity things are what shows that you are authentic like you don't oh you don't have the the little quick intro for the day no just i'm gonna make my music and you're gonna license it because i'm an authentic artist (laughs) <laughs> and that's what you really want anyway
0: that is because i think that is the misconception when people go oh i've got a sing song i'm like oh you mean you have a throwaway song i right. think i know what you're talking about that's not going to cut it i've got this one about being home and it's about being happy and i've right. got some claps and i've got some ukulele that's yeah. okay i'm good that's that's not I don't want to hear that
1: <laughs> but not even just the chipper music like you can make the cheese you can add cheese to hip-hop you can add cheese to edm you 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 just know what feels like like this wasn't like something that you really wanted to make this was something you did to try to make money you can feel it Ooh. and you probably won't make any money off of it because of that
0: and it's probably yeah it's probably gonna be it's like that you know when you see like three cars in a lot and then it's a little creepy trailer and it's like used cars and you're just like I don't know if yeah. that's a reputable dealer right there I don't think they're gonna yeah. give me a warranty that's like how those run off sing songs so but that is so refreshing to be like be creative live into it someone's Mm -hmm. gonna like it eventually Mm -hmm. someone it's gonna find a home but that also goes into you feeling confident in who you are what you're doing and what your voice and sometimes when people feel that they're not i think grounded in that sometimes that's where they're willing to bend till and for anyone to like them but you're kind yeah. of going into like, hey, you can just be you and it's fine.
1: Absolutely. You know what I think is key, too, as far as your creativity? One, you don't know. I mean, when you're first starting out with music, you don't know what your sound is. And honestly, you don't know what people like and are willing to pay for from you. So you have to explore and see what works. Like, it, it is a market, <laughs> a music market where people are buying what they need. Um, But you got to marry it to what you make, like find out what you make that you enjoy making that people enjoy buying from you and then sell it to them.
0: The one thing that you you said that you wanted to just understand when it came to licensing because you had your voice is just the networking. And I feel like you crush it at that. It seems like everywhere. It's like that's what you're you just are so good at is the networking because I feel people are like, well, should I pay this person, this part? No, you, you just need to know how to network really well and communicate with people really well and know what they're looking for. And when you see it and be like, hey, this is me, this is what I have to offer. And you're so damn good at it.
1: Thank you. Uh, I, I may I should probably, well, I don't know if I credit the networking, but definitely why people took me serious. I have to credit the accounting and the schooling and the degree and all the education. Mm. And the I definitely think artists need that side almost more so than the creative part. Here's why, Um, for music supervisors to work with you directly, they're definitely gonna have to trust you, but they need to also feel like they're not dealing with an artist. They need to feel like they're dealing with a business. Mm -hmm. If you were signed to a label, there would be a business repping you. So when you go at it indie, you need to come so professional that they feel that you're signed to a label. You are in essence. Yeah. You're signed to yourself, but your presentation has to be so that they're willing to deal with that. Um, and then as far as the networking, the best way to network is to be everywhere. When I say bubble on deck, that means I want to be everywhere on TV, on radio, in playlists, just literally everywhere. I'm not speaking my dreams into existence. And that's how I network. I go everywhere. I meet everyone. I know everyone won't gravitate towards me, everyone won't like me, but some will, most
0: will. Like, how could you not like the bubble? stuff? <laughs> it's but. true. Not
1: like you. But that too is just, there's that
0: boldness. But I think it goes back to that thing, like when you speak too, it's like, oh, you're all in it. And when you hear someone talk sometimes, you can tell when like, oh, they're really not in it. Like they're kind of mm-hmm. hesitant. They're like half mm-hmm. in it. They're partially in it. They're par- yeah. They're very lukewarm because they're just like, they're shaky but when you're saying like hey i'm here and you're right i think the fear is people are like what if they don't like me it's like yeah but what if they do what if they do and what if they don't what's you know i think the best answers are yes and no because yes means great no means cool then that's like i don't have to wonder
1: (laughs) well so (laughs) here's the thing in in terms of the mindset and the yes and no i'm glad you said that it's already a no when you first start you don't have you don't have the placement you don't have the connection. You don't have the network. You don't have the money. You don't have the same fees. The only side is upside. The only way to go is to win. So you just have to go long enough until you hit the wins, until you hit the upside. Like most people give up still in noville and just, or they never try because they think they're going to get a no. You're already at no because you didn't try yet. So why not try and fail hard, like go all in, all the way like no they really didn't like that song no they really don't like my performance (laughs) like really find out like bomb like people don't want to bomb they don't want to say i failed they don't want to like i love failing
0: oh figure out
1: what doesn't work and i can move i can move to where i can find the success
0: I think that's great. I love Noville. It's, it's true. It's like people are like, I don't want to fail, but you're already doing, you're already at the lowest. It is only a step up from where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Now you then started to have like really awesome success, but then you founded your own company too, for goodness sake, to start like, you know, repping your stuff, helping others. Did you feel that was a natural progression where it was like, Oh, that's bound to happen?
1: No, it wasn't natural. It was. <laughs> It was necessary. So I was already pitching me from the beginning, you know, the class that we took, we learned direct pitching and and I was hooked on that from the beginning. And I remember someone in the industry asked me like, why don't you get agents to rep some of your music? You know, you have good music and I know you pitch it yourself and you get placements, but why don't you let some of them work for you? I was like, hmm, you're right. Why don't I just test the waters and put them to work for me? And then we all get me placements. And I did that. I had like I had music with like six or seven agents mm-hmm. um i talk about this some in the book too um i had it with a bunch of agents and then it got to where soups were like uh, where do we clear this song and i had to think what i had so much material it was like what who has what song now yeah like, oh i think you can clear that with this one or i think you can clear that with this one and it started to get to a point where it was like why don't i just let them clear with me i was already pitching me <laughs> <laughs> they've done a wonderful job exploiting me thank you so much that was the whole plan like let me let yeah. you all work my music for me and get my name out there you know help me because i'm doing it too and then also me having agents it, let me get an appreciation for what it actually takes to pitch a song i would challenge myself like let me try to get more than what they're getting me and then i'll know i don't need them so once the confusion started there were music supervisors that were calling me like i don't know who reps your stuff like and so i got nervous about that 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 was the part that shook yeah. me was like um, man, I don't want to lose money because they don't know where to clear the songs. So let me get just one hub. It, it's me. I, I can do the admin stuff. I'm, I'm an accountant, whatever. I'll, I'll fill out paperwork. I can fill out invoices. I, yeah. yeah, that's nothing. So, and then, um, at the same time I was getting a bunch of placements because I had my placements I was getting and the agents getting me placements. Artists would see this and they're like, what are you doing, ma'am? <laughs> Show me your ways. Teach me your ways. <laughs> Help
0: me out here. You're right. If it's just like, well, wait a minute, I'm pitching. And then I tell them to go over there and they just go like, yeah, here you go. Here's the contract. And you're like, wait a minute. It was it was all me.
1: Um, yeah,
0: Should just why don't I just get all the monies? Why don't I yeah. just get the money?
1: Because it, it, it starts to get like overlap, too. I yeah. had some deals where it was like, oh, don't pitch unless I tell you to, because I already have this connection. And so it's like weird. Now, who sent it? I'm not going to fight with you back and forth. Who sent it? yeah it's just like yeah i'll do it (laughs) (laughs) and then you started
0: helping others and then yeah you just wrote a book so what you you know what made you go like you know i should write this down too i should just because like you've got some very good stories too and that's probably why
1: i uh (laughs) (laughs) um so i started when you said i started helping others um yeah it's funny i think since i started sync licensing not even just sync licensing I'm a giver. I know this about me. Yeah, yeah. I help people for no reason with no expectation or anything in return. And it just makes me feel good. Like, oh, you didn't do that and expect something from it. Go girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Giving back to the community, whatever. I know you mentioned that artists that I helped a bunch of artists. But yeah. I really feel like the artists helped me because when I'm pitching my music, I just have my sound. And now, granted, I do a lot of genres and I have a lot of varied music. However, it's still my vocal. I don't have a male vocal as deep as I can try to go. I can't, can do it. (laughs) Um, and so I would get briefs and I can't feel them because it's it's just me. Most of them I can, but not all. And so the artists are helping me help the music supervisors. So it's just one big, happy helping family over here. Um, and, uh, that helped me to get more briefs that helped me to get more connections. Like, yeah. In a big way, um, you guys have helped me probably as, as much as I've helped you as far as like placements and with, for goodness' Inc. Um, So shout out to you, indie artists, and and that's so sexy too with helping them um, <laughs> on that tip because a lot of them haven't had placements before. So I get to relive that joy that I had when mm-hmm. I got my first placement.
0: What was your first placement? What was that moment? What when you like found out?
1: It was so. It's kind of a two-part story. The actual placement when I knew what sync licensing was, yeah, was a, a placement that I landed and I call it 12 seconds of amazingness in the <laughs> book, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, a reality TV show. Um, and it's funny because on that season, the first season, actually they didn't even get renewed. They just had that one season of the show, but I had seven songs in the season. But the first one was just like, do you know the amount of empowerment, the amount of motivation, the how big the battery was the battery on my back was bigger than my back at that point that was it wasn't even about the placement it was about oh i'm going to do this like it wasn't oh i can do this it's i'm going to do this like that was it was so empowering i didn't look back it was like yeah to the moon to the moon and beyond, <laughs> to infinity and beyond.
0: There was never a hint of like, well, if this doesn't work out, you know, I can always go back to, well, you know what? I better get that going on the side, just in case this falls, it, there's never a hint of that. And it's not to say that, you know, you were totally aware of the business side, you were making sure you're informed, you're networking, you're reaching out to others so that your network expands and grows that the songs that you have too, the the catalog gets larger and larger. It seems like that mindset on top of having a business mindset and being aware, it's just like those all work hand in hand where it's like you can do this. And now someone that does it well also goes to others and go like, oh, hey, this is how you do the thing, too because i'm aware that it's possible it's not you know again it's not like music said this year there's only five new spots for people so we're only Mm -hmm. helping up five you're saying like oh hey come on in let me tell you what what to do
1: my my new book from sync to superstar came because i didn't have time to help but i i genuinely wanted to so you know i have the agency i'm busy with FTS, i'm busy making my own music i'm getting a bunch of dms from people that have never heard of sync licensing, wanting, wanting in yeah wanting, can you help me? Can you point me in the right direction? Can you, and you know what I would think about when I would see all these emails, all these DMS, I couldn't respond. I didn't have time. And they're all at different levels. You can't explain sync yeah. in a DM. It's just, <laughs> no, no, <you> can't. <laughs> it's not going down in the DM. <laughs> um, so it was just like, yo, how can I help all these people? And in my inner being i would feel like yo at one point this was me this was me in my dms like looking for a way into music to pursue my passion and i knew sync is the way so when i'm gonna sit on this information when i can help somebody else out when there's too much opportunity i want to say this too because artists seem to think that when they see one person winning, when they see 10 person, ten people winning, 20 people winning, 100 people winning that, there's no more room. <laughs> yeah. There is somebody looking for your music right now, Mike. Like literally every song you have, they yeah. need it. And the thought of that is scary. Here's why, you don't know who's looking for it and where they are, and, and that's really just a disconnect. Yeah, you, you and your money are, what is that, six degrees of separation? <laughs> it's like three degrees. <laughs> of separation from you and your money. You just need to know how to get to it. Like that's, is that all I have to do? Like there's money for me. So wait, somebody needs my jazz song. Somebody needs my pop record. Somebody needs my emo screamo, whatever it is that I do. Because when you do, when you understand the amount, the sheer amount of opportunity, literally 24 hours a day, the TV is running. There is programming on it and there's music in the back of those scenes. And even when it takes commercial break, there's more music in the back of those scenes. And even when you leave and stop watching TV and go turn on the radio or drive in your car, there's music <laughs> in the, on the radio and in those commercials. There are podcasts playing that, that you don't have enough hours in a day to watch that need music. There is Amazon. There are so many streaming platforms with so much original content. Literally, there's too much. There's too much yeah. opportunity um but for some reason there's a big uh scarcity mindset and when people see someone else winning they tend to hoard what they know because they tend to hoard their connection they tend Mm -hmm. to not want to collaborate because it's like oh you might take my connection and network and run off with it when really (laughs) you expand your network by collaborating like you expand the network um and so i wrote the book one, to help all those people that I don't have time to answer in the DM. Sorry, guys, I can't answer it all. But two, I see that there's opportunity and I want you to have it because I can't have it all. I get a lot of placements, but you yeah. know how many I don't get? Like when I say I don't get, I mean, I get the quote request and I, it didn't land. Like, so that means that's opportunity that someone else just got. Like there's briefs that I don't have access to. I don't even know they exist. There's so much opportunity.
0: But that's and amazing all because. This- You are not going like, oh, I didn't get that one. Well, I'm packing it in. Okay, see you guys, I'm out. This didn't happen. You're like, wait a minute. This—it's room for everybody. It's like, and I'm because I'm getting this, but here's the thing. I didn't even barely scratch the surface because you're right. The amount of streaming services that are out there, the amount of networks, the amount amount of commercials, the different type of commercials. There are web commercials. There are, it's just like your mind could explode. Social
1: media content. Film. I didn't even mention film or video games. Like, are you kidding me? you know the amount of content out here that all needs music, all of it?
0: Because it is. It's so when you start to get into that world, if you have like, oh, there's no opportunity, that view will shatter oh. very quickly because you'll realize, oh, there we go. Yeah, glad so you said something. that.
1: So even when I first started in sync, yeah, um, I was helping people. Like before, before I had placements, I had got people placements. Um, <laughs> And I think that was what started to propel me too, like in the class that we were in, um, she was promoting me because there was a brief and I think it was, they they need Christmas music. I didn't have any Mm -hmm. Christmas music. So I shared the brief in the class and I think five of the students got like placements. And so they were like, whoa, what, why are you helping (laughs) when you could (laughs) have just submitted your music? One, I didn't have music, but why would I not tell you about this opportunity? I can't feel it. And even if I could, I've always felt like the best song will win. So I've never been stifled. Like this is why it's so easy for me with, with my sync agency. I'm pitching the best song. I don't care if it's mine or yours. Okay. Cause I want to win the placement. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to just, Oh, I'm going to send to my song because that no, I'm trying to land. Like <laughs> I've got enough songs. I've got enough placements. I want to see you win. Like I'm going to win regardless. I'm going to commission off of it. So it's a win either way. There's, like don't think of it as competition think of it as collaboration think of it as scratch one back and get the other you know it's it's uh for me i when i give i seen i tend to get even more (laughs) so i just continue giving Shit, this is great
0: Cause this is just like this is so good. And but it's so refreshing because I think people need to hear this because sometimes the voices are so loud of like, there's no opportunity to like, oh no, 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 no. And there's not. And I think this is this is for anyone that has maybe been thinking that is what the uh, the template is for music, there's no opportunities. This is a great example of like, no, this is quite the opposite. And also, if you've encountered a person that was very protective, there's tons of people out there that are not protective. They're like, hey, there's room for everyone. Come on in. Come on in. If they want to get your book, if they want to find out more about you and people are like, OK, I got to get this book. Where do I go?
1: Uh, official website for the book is from Uh It's available in. Oh, you get an exclusive tip. So it's, it's available in ebook on Kindle. It's available in paperback on Amazon. And the hard copy or yeah, hardcover uh, just is, is available as of today. So you're the first person that I've announced it. Woo! Um, yeah, on Amazon as well. And then I, I also do autograph copies. Um, but all that information is on the official website from superstar.com. Pick your poison and let's dive in. Let's make some money. Let's get these placements one sync at a time.
0: Tamara, you are awesome. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and just so many nuggets that we could are so Instagram all of these who knows which one <laughs> we're
1: gonna have to use so many because there's so many good bets. That's good. That's good. I like good bits.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you for hanging out with me and chatting all things music.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I hope people are just I hope artists are just aware of the opportunity that's out there. And don't feel stifled. Oh, I want to say this too. I know it's over, but I want to say this. No, you're fine. Go, say um, it, say it. There are dead people right now making money from their music. Then, like, that's your competition, right? The entire world of recorded music plus the dead people. So if you're alive <laughs> <laughs> on this earth right now, like, if the dead can make money from their music, you definitely should be able to make money from your music. But just, I want to say that because that tells you that you have your entire life to fail at this. Like, stop thinking that you have six months. Stop thinking that you have two years to get it right. Stop thinking that you have five years to get it right. Stop thinking that you have until your baby is born to get it right. You have the rest of your life to fail at music, and you can still make money once you die. Now, it's good to make while you're alive, so you can spend it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal for us.
0: That's my but- goal, too. I love that goal, but it's it is wild to think too. it you are absolutely right there are people right now completely dead they are nothing but dust but right now their bank account is filling up with songs
1: even even if they say at your funeral oh she didn't make any money from her music while she was alive but she's taking care of her kids and her grandkids now so it still was worth it for you to make the music right that's like your insurance policy for the kids <laughs> so get out there and be great from sync to superstar
0: oh well we're going to be fighting zombies for placements but this was (laughs) wonderful (laughs) samara you are awesome
1: (laughs) oh thank you for having me mike
0: and that does it for this week's episode it was edited and produced by chris fifalius i'm mike myers thanks for listening